the head down to keep the reflection off me. Hi, Kendra. How are Hi, you? Megan. I'm good. How are you? Good. I am going to see if I can start a watch party over on my... That's not working. Oh, you got to go to the page to that. Let's Do see it. your live video. Watch party. Share. Um, do, are you doing it too? Oh, I can. I mean, why not? Let's share your story. Send in messenger. Share via. Oh, that's interesting. I don't. I see. I'm not seeing the watch party option anywhere. Did they take right, it away? Let's see. They shouldn't have. Oh, there we are live. Hang on. More nope, options. That's you share and Gary Ware. Share to a page. Huh. Where are we? I see. Oh, there we are. Hey, that's. Um, <laughs> oh, start. I'm doing it. You are. How did you do it? I pressed start watch party. <laughs> oh, smarty pants. Um, All right. Oh, press. hang on. Why did it do that? That's not what I want. Yeah, it's start. not giving me. It's not giving All me right. the option. I'm doing it. All Starting right. a watch party. <laughs> Now, oh, keeping an eye on that. Let's see. Oh, I just, okay. So I just got a notification that you started a watch party. Okay. I had to turn that off. Sorry. Okay. So I'll watch the comments on yours then. Okay. okay so I, have I turned it, it off because there was an echo. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you can mute it. Um, <sighs> Too late. But <laughs> I turned it off. All right. We've got five people watching. Welcome, y'all. All right, let's get this party started. Hello, hello, and welcome to episode 60 of the Making a Marketer podcast. I am super excited to have Kendra Lucy on today because she is the second most downloaded guest um, in the history of the show, <laughs> y'all. So um, I, I thought, well, Normally we take July off and between the Black Lives Matter and the importance of cannabis, these are my, my, my focuses are for, for the month. Um, how are you today? What's going on? I'm great. I'm so excited to be here. And yes, all the essential things, Black Lives Matter, cannabis, CBD, all, all of the things. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I should say that. Today we're talking CBD. The, the other show that we did in um, November of 18 was on uh, marketing cannabis. Today mm -hmm. we're talking CBD, which yes. we will explain if you don't know. They are not the same, but same kind of space-ish. Yeah, so <laughs> I'm gonna show, hi Jen Cole. Jen. Uh, and Amy. Ooh. Hey. So All right. Fun. So much fun. Okay, so let's get cooking. I'm gonna read uh, Kendra's bio. Kendra Losey, founder of Moda Marketing, helps cannabis and hemp CBD companies jumpstart their brand and accelerate their sales. With more than 20 years of award-winning marketing experience, she specializes in creating and executing marketing strategies that help companies grow. Kendra hosts a Facebook Live show, Cannabis Marketing Live, All Puff, No Fluff, and regularly teaches graduate-level social media and marketing courses. That name is everything. I'll say it once, I'll say it a million times. It's so awesome. Have you seen the new branding that Easel did for me? I have oh not. God. It's amazing. All I'll right. share it with you. Okay. To check that out. Okay. So let's set the stage. Uh, what is CBD versus 
cannabis. Okay. So are you ready? We're going to do a little, we're going to have some numbers here. Yeah. So CBD is a molecule called an endocannabinoid that is found in the cannabis plants. Now cannabis is, so how they've kind of structured it in terms of talking about it is there's hemp and there's marijuana. Marijuana has THC in it. And so that's the, you know, the stuff that you need to buy in a dispensary if you're in California. And CBD is, can come from the marijuana plant, but it can also come from hemp plants. So what I wanted to focus a little bit more on today is hemp CBD. And the U.S. Um, put out a farm bill in 2000, a few years ago, actually. Last year, at the beginning of 2019, a farm bill came out that defined hemp CBD in the U.S. as any, what makes something hemp versus CBD is any plant, any plant that has less than 0.3% THC is considered hemp. Okay. So that is a difference because you can buy CBD products in a dispensary. If you're in California, other states, they have CBD dispensaries or CBD stores. Um, but you can buy them in a dispensary, but that is going to have a little bit more THC in it just by the nature of the plant that it came from. Gotcha. Even if it's so, in, in an oil form or... It, like yeah, it doesn't matter the the product that it's in. It's the plant that it came from and whether or not the plant itself had the percentage of THC um, as defined in the farm bill. Okay. The other thing, so the farm bill basically legalized hemp CBD, um, which makes it easier to sell. That's why you saw just the onslaught of new CBD products coming out last year, whether it's oils or tinctures or topicals and lotions or, you know, makeup and shampoo. And I think at one point, Carl's Jr. was talking about launching a CBD burger. So, <laughs> so it was everywhere last year, and it's still there this year, um, particularly with everything going on, people really need it. Um, right. So it, that's the difference. And I just wanted to make sure that as we talk about it, the CBD that comes from the cannabis side tends to have THC. And so it has to follow the cannabis marketing regulations okay. versus the farm bill regulations that is covered by several different um, organizations, including the FDA. Gotcha. Okay. That's super helpful. All right. Um, so Jen is excited about this topic. We've got 10 people on live. Welcome y'all. Um, please ask any questions that you have for Kendra. Normally um, the show's a half hour, but for special bonus month, I'm going longer. So however long um, we're still talking about good stuff um, to a reasonable um, level, of course, <laughs> we'll, we'll keep talking. All right. So um, now you mentioned the CBD that doesn't contain THC. Mm -hmm that's easier to market. Yes. Yes. Because you don't have the regulations around an illegal substance. Okay. So THC and cannabis is still a schedule one drug. So it's basically the same as if it's, if it's meth or, you know, it's under all of heroin, whatever the crack, whatever the drug is, it's all in one schedule one. So okay. that makes it, and it's at a federal level. So even though it's legal in different states, an increasing number of states, 
it is still federally illegal. So you have even less marketing options and advertising options than you do for hemp CBD. Hemp CBD is a lot easier to market. You can mail it across state lines. You can, there's more that you can do with it. Um, but it also has a little bit more gray area as well because there's less regulations around it. So you guys, the quality of the product differs. You can buy it on Amazon. You can buy it at the gas station. Don't do that. There's there's a lot of right. like, quality issues and things that you need to consider if you're buying th if you're buying CBD. And I'll just refer to it as hemp CBD just to make sure it's clear. Okay. If you're buying hemp CBD, there's so many different things you need to look at and consider, but you really want to make sure that it is the quality product because if you're buying it, you're probably buying it for your health and don't put the pesticides and the imported products from China in your body because it's not necessarily going to help you. Right. And we, we talked about this before. Um, and it, it's funny because I, I should I didn't do research this time like I did last time. Last time I had Kendra on the show, I was uh, I drove for eight hours. And so I listened to a bunch of uh, cannabis podcasts to see who, what, what else people were talking about. And generally speaking, they talk about you got to follow the regulations, but nobody yeah. ever like talks about what the regulations are and what you're allowed to do and what you're not. And I'm sure people will notice even billboards are very limited in what they even say that that they're um, offering or selling. So um, let's talk about what are the what are the regulations for, for CBD? Hemp so CBD, CBD. yeah, and there's a lot of gray areas for hemp okay. CBD, right? So I recently went through and pulled all of the social media guidelines for cannabis and then for hemp CBD. And there's no mentioned distinguishing the two. However, a lot of companies have been able to market on Facebook, but only if it's a topical. So topicals are considered lotions or something that you're going to put on your skin. Um, Facebook, in theory, for most companies, there's a, once again, gray area, they can say no to whatever, will allow those, um, but nothing else. So if you have a product line that has tinctures that you're going to ingest or something that you're going to ingest into your body, along with topicals, they won't allow it because they're going to go to your website and look. So you okay. have to have a separate website, you have to have separate things. So there's a lot of gray area, which gives them a lot of leeway, right? They can say no to you for no reason. Or I know I have a friend who owns a wellness studio in Los Angeles that sells CBD, and she's been blocked permanently from running ads on Facebook because she tried to run a CBD ad. Um, and they blocked her. So it's there's a lot of regulations that you're fighting through, even though it's more legal. Right? Well, Facebook, Facebook's just challenging in general. I mean, as a community right. moderator, I, that's the thing I see the most is just the frustration with people getting their um, accounts shut down and, and whatnot. What, what's the best social media platform, do you think, to market? That is a great question. And there's a couple of different ways to answer that. One, tons of, absolutely Instagram right? You have people interested in wellness and physical and a lot of active people on Instagram. Absolutely Instagram. The one that I keep pushing that people haven't taken me up on yet is LinkedIn. Like there are so many opportunities for LinkedIn with CBD, whether it's video, whether it's, um, you know, just creating posts and using it to tell stories. I think the biggest challenge with CBD and honestly with cannabis too, is the education. There's a lack of education. People don't understand what CBD is, how it can help. Marketing regulations, you aren't allowed to talk about benefits of what it can do. So that makes it hard. 
um, on the product. You can talk about it from an education standpoint, but you have okay. to be careful with your claims. You can't make claims, right? It's like a supplement. I see. You can't make claims unless there's research behind it. Um, so you have a product where there's a million of them. The education's low and very, it's hard to know who to trust. And then you also have um, challenges in terms of where you can advertise. And so if you get to, you know, the best social media platform is going to depend on your target audience. Right. But I keep telling people LinkedIn is going to be a good way to tell your story, to stand out as a brand. And if you can make it relevant with people in the work, you know, people who are in that job search right now, particularly and stressed about everything, it's a perfect place. So you could um, have a video of, of someone telling their story like they're mm -hmm. um, the certain product has helped them with their anxiety or, or whatnot. You're allowed to do that. You could have customers talking about it. You could also like create a video series. It's the same kind of logic for any other brand, right? You can create a video series about where the plant, you know, where the products come from. Here's the growing process. Here's, yeah. mm -hmm, here's the products. You could even do like the stress relief minute and do <laughs> videos about like, here's some yoga poses or here's, you know, whatever it is and use it to highlight, by the way, this was brought to you by this tool, you know, this product. Um, There's a lot of different ways you can get creative with it. It doesn't just need to be, you know, pushing your product. Um, and that's actually how companies are starting, are really going to be able to stand out with so much competition is being able to tell a strong brand story. Um, there's a few brands that do it really well that I love to see what they're doing. Um, one of them is Taro CBD. Um, Okay. by Kate Mason. She's awesome. And, um, Manson, sorry. And she's awesome. And her product's great. Um, but she does a really good job of distinguishing her brand. And it's the same as in any competitive industry, only you can't do all the marketing to, to do it. Right. Well, and, and the fact that you can use video, I mm -hmm. think is huge because obviously video is super hot anyway. Um, yep. That's going to get you the most visibility. And if you can do it well, tell a good story using video um, even better. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So on that, um, how can brands stand out with all the competition um, beyond beyond that, um, given the hype, but the limited ability to... Market? Yeah, absolutely. So one of the things that I want to step back for a minute, one of the things that I like to talk about for regulated industries is looking at how you, you know, it forces creativity. So when you're in an industry like cannabis, like CBD, um, it forces creativity because you can't do the things that you can normally do. As marketers, we're automatically like, okay, we need to look at ads. We need to look at um, more ads, you know, on social media and paid search. And it's an easy way to drive leads. And that doesn't necessarily work. So there's ways to get around that. There's obviously funnel approaches where people you know, you, you want to separate your website, like three layers is what I've seen and be successful. So it's not the page that you're sending your ads to. It's not your landing page. It's another page deep and sometimes another page after that. So you actually have to get people to jump through several hoops if you want to run ads. So that's actually not going to be the most effective way from a resources standpoint. So as opposed to doing search engine optimization, creating a really strong voice and a strong brand story, creating, you know, using video and the storytelling tools that we have um, based on your audience and what your goal is. There's a ton of CBD companies out there. Absolutely. 
and some some are fantastic. Some have great quality. You know, there's a lot of MLM uh, multi-level marketing CBD companies out there oh, okay. that also have good solid brands or good products, but they're just so limited in terms of what they can do. Um, so it's really looking at where how to create. I mean, it, it goes back to the basics, right? Like how do you create that connection and looking at it as what's our goal? And then if we can do what we can't, looking at what the options are and just throwing it all out to see what works and right. what works right for your audience. Right. Yeah, SEO is huge. I hadn't, I hadn't thought about that. Can you, um, are, how limited are you on, on Google ads? Um, very limited. I see there's people that get ads through and approved. And once again, it depends, but not everyone does and not many do. Um, I think I mentioned this before. Google for a long time pulled out any keyword um, out of their tools about cannabis and about CBD. So when you do keyword research, it's a lot harder and the numbers don't appear to be completely accurate um, because the, not all the words are available. So people are doing paid search. There's limitations around it. There's also tools like um, Traffic Roots, which is a ad network for cannabis and CBD that um, places ads on mainstream as well as just industry specific um, websites that has a lot of capabilities that you can use. So there's very specialized niche tools um, at whether it's ad networks or what have you um, that people can use. There's also brands that are doing like promoting selling swag. So selling shirts, hats, what have you with their brand on it. And that's what they are running ads to. And then sideways over to the dispensary or sideways over to the CBD brand. Smart. Yeah. Well, mm -hmm. and you, when you see the signs for the dispensaries, you kind of got to figure out what it is, right? But, <laughs> now, um, that's a whole other topic because I don't, I have not yet seen many dispensary ads that are good. Like the billboards, some of them are just terrible. I've seen a few that are okay, but the rest, it's basically goes back to billboard 101, like the font's super small and, right. you know, what can you do? Um, well, the, having the word delivery on there is a big one <laughs> here in California. <laughs> That's like, Hey, um, so what do you, what, if you can think back to, you know, wasn't quite two years ago. Um, but you know, from to when we talked last, have there been any big changes in, in what's allowed or, uh, more regulation? Like what have you seen? So for cannabis, that's what you're asking about, right? For cannabis, it's flattened out in terms of what's allowed. I think that from a marketing standpoint, around that time when we spoke, there were Calif specific to California for a second. Um, there were regulations that had been changing and changing and changing several times throughout the year. And around that time is when they solidified and everything stayed, right? So it's 71.6% of all ads have to be targeted to people who see them that are over 21 using um, old media metrics. So like radio ads, billboards, any any print, anything you're gonna do that's outside of digital can only be targeted towards people over 21. Now, the biggest thing I think that's happened are the other states that are coming on board, right? When we saw this with the pandemic and everything happening, when everything shut down, cannabis dispensaries and stores that sell CBD and those options were still allowed to stay open. 
because they are essential. And I think that just having that recognized um, is really important. And it says a lot. So the last survey I saw, I saw said that more than 65% of people across the U.S. agreed that cannabis was a positive thing, and particularly CBD and some of the other cannabinoids that are coming out of the plant. Right. And that goes to education. So, mm-hmm. what, um, you know, how, how are you educating the world? How, how does how's everyone so smart now? About all that. <laughs> Am I educating the world? I, think <laughs> I, I would love to take credit for that. But that's not. <laughs> it's such an interesting thing too, right? Like it, it, because of how you are able to market it or not, um, that becomes the thing, right? Like making it more about that than about the act. act. Absolutely. Absolutely. And education is so critical. It's a cornerstone of most of the clients that I work with because it's such an unknown. There's so many variables that can go into it. There's so many things that people don't know about. Um, Just a quick side, for example, if you're going to buy CBD as a product, I recommend checking their website first to make sure that there's COAs, so certificate of analysis. That means that they've taken the time to send it through a lab to regulate, to say, okay, yes, this is what we say it is in it. This is what it, you know, it is organic or it's not organic or what have you. It has all the regulations because that's like the starting point. If a company is selling CBD and they haven't taken the time to put it through any sort of regulations, then I would be wary of it because there are a ton of people who jumped on, saw that there's money to be made, created these companies where they can just order and drop ship from China or wherever and they're just trying to get the cash. They're not trying to actually help anybody. Right. Drop shipping CBD from China? Really? Well, they're shipping over and then working with the manufacturer to drop ship, but they're finding okay. the cheapest part they can, right? Okay. Well, I mean, that goes with anything, but I wouldn't have thought for mm. CBD. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so let's talk a little bit about Moda, about your company. And yes. Um, when I first met you, um, we had, it was, you know, like a awesome women entrepreneur kind of happy hour group that will restart again, live in a person at some point when yes. it becomes allowed. Um, but yeah, you and, uh, Elo were talking about, about the challenges of, mm-hmm. and the risk, um, mm-hmm. because it's, because it's still, uh, state allowed, but not federally allowed, you you started a separate company, yeah? Tell us yes. about that, that whole process. Yeah, so in order to mitigate some of the risk I had, as well as, there's a couple of reasons. One is mitigating risk from, and keeping it separate from my regular, from my more traditional clients. The other is, honestly, I have traditional clients. I have financial services clients and higher education clients, and sometimes they don't want to show somebody who's in cannabis or or not. So I created a separate company. That way um, I could just protect myself, but also help those more traditional clients. And then it also gives me a chance to focus. So when I'm focusing on cannabis and CBD, I'm just making sure that everything that I'm putting out there is relevant to those clients and those that audience. Um, it's definitely gone a long way to help things. Um, one thing I do want to say about that is I have, I'm in the process of launching a um, CBD marketing lab to work with CBD entrepreneurs and business owners um, with their marketing. 
And in order to do that, I had to go through the process of finding a payment processor that's willing to take high-risk clients. Now, I do marketing. I do the exact same thing I do for my higher education clients, my financial services clients, the same stuff I teach at universities. And here I am having to get a high-risk credit card processor and pay extra fees in order to just take credit cards. So things that should be simple are, is taking a ton of time. I had to go through and create a landing page or remove any mention of cannabis and just keep CBD. And it's, it's all of those extra hoops that people have to jump through. Once again, it's the same with cannabis, right? Like only certain email vendors will allow you. Only certain banks will allow you to use them. Only certain credit card processors and people that try to get around that get shut down. I have friends whose banks have been, bank accounts have been shut down, all their money put on hold. So then they weren't able to access it. Same with email, same with their social media. So even though CBD, hemp CBD is legal, um, there's still, you still have to go through all those hoops. And as someone who doesn't touch the plant, this credit card thing has been driving me nuts. I bet. I bet. Hi, Tim. Hey, Tim. <laughs> um, yeah, I can't imagine. But it's cool that, that it's available since, I mean, you know, going back to like cash only days. Um, but when, you know, like I took my nephew to the dispensary in Colorado and he's like, can I borrow some money? You know, of course. Yep. He didn't have any cash on him. I, of course, I never right. saw that. I never saw that many again, but whatever, it's fine. Right, yeah, um, that's how it works. <laughs> well, have I told you about my first client that I had? So when I launched my agency, I didn't have two agencies. My very first client was a cannabis client. And I did, once again, the same marketing work, like, let me help you get your messaging on point. Let me help you with your social media. They paid me in a giant envelope of cash in the same college parking lot that I used to go shop for groceries in when I was in college. So I was just sitting there like meeting them, this shady deal where they're giving me money, like this envelope of cash in the same place where I'm like, That's I used funny. to go to college and have to walk over here to get groceries. <laughs> and it's legal, man. Like it's- Yeah, so, exactly. It's, keep it on the DL like that is- um... I know, I felt a little dirty, but I was like, totally legal. Once again, the same stuff I do for everybody, but- Right. So what's the what's the number one piece of advice then you would give to someone who is starting out and might want to um, help help with marketing um, CBD? Let's go CBD. Uh, great question. I would say make sure you know the regulations. There are a lot of people that get down the road with their packaging and they have claims on it. People got warning letters last year from the FDA about getting sued because their products were making claims. Make sure all of your messaging, all of your product information is meets those regulations because you it's just so much time and money wasted if you have to redo everything. Yeah. So my number one advice would be to know your regulations backwards and forwards and then to build that community because they're going to know the resources that you can tap into for, oh, I need a lawyer to check this. Oh, I need a marketing person to solve my problems. Oh, I need... <laughs> <laughs> oh, I need somebody who knows how to handle, you know, a payment processor. Right. So how's your, tell us about the lab. How's, how's, how's it going to be set up your, your new yeah. venture? You know, so I basically was looking at the completion rates of courses and they're very, very low. And I don't want people to waste money. I hate it when I personally sign up for courses or buy a course and I don't finish it. So basically 
and no one puts those into practice. So basically I wanted to create something where it ha people had the opportunity to every month get a new like lesson basically, and then do a Q and A and do the work and then check in and then the next month do the same thing. So there is, it's more guided, but it's, it's basically a DIY marketing course, but you get me guiding you along the way and giving you the advice that I've seen and experienced with my clients. That's awesome. Super valuable. Yeah. When I took um, Kelly Noble and Mirabella's chatbot course, that one of the things I appreciated the most, and really, if I'm honest, the thing I, the main thing I did was attend her live hour, you know, that she provided each week. Um, I did not finish the course. So I get, I, I think I stopped getting the Thinkific notifications and email. Um, they've given up on me altogether. Um, but I've also been paying for many chat for over a year and I haven't, and I'm hardly used it. So anyway, that's on me. But instead of that, having someone who holds you accountable, who guides you like you're, um, you're going to do it kind of like, it's kind of like a mastermind in a way. Right. I basically but, have been saying it's like a course and a mastermind, how to baby. Because <laughs> like, okay. I'm not going to like do, you know, there's VIP level where you can get the private help, but it's still a course with, you know, with overall group training. But you do get that second like time to ask questions and we still will be moving forward. So it, you know, it is, it is that accountability without actually the mastermind component to it as much. Right. And how are you going to find your uh, participants? I love that you asked. So first of all, I manage a social media group on Facebook called Women Empowered in Cannabis CBD. It is a huge network of women in CBD. And then I'm actually working on creating a challenge for CBD businesses and the un using um, about untapped social media platforms so pinterest youtube linkedin and possibly tiktok, TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> i made my first tiktok video the other night it was very sad <laughs> oh, that's funny yeah i have like five up um i just did a few um i'm attempting to do some of the fun stuff but i haven't done any of the dance challenges or anything but i could see that being like this being a way you could be funny but educational and and get and then and pass the reg regulation absolutely right? and you want to make sure that it's age appropriate but yes absolutely oh that's um, true i hadn't thought about that <laughs> yeah like i definitely would not recommend um cannabis for tiktok but hemp right. cbd there's actually a lot of people on there but i think that it's missing once again the education level and it's basically the you know funnel bros trying to test it out to see if they can add it into their funnels funnel bros. I like that. That's amazing. Um, yeah. So uh, in this COVID era, um, mm -hmm. live events are not happening. So what um, what's going on in that industry? Because I know you guys used to, you know, meet quite a bit in trade show situation and stuff, because I was just thinking like, that would be a good way for you to share for you to be able to help mm -hmm. people who are new mm -hmm. to the industry. Is there a way for you to like sponsor an online conference? Are there online conferences happening? Like what's going on? There's actually a ton of them. Yeah. So that's one thing when you look at, especially the cannabis side of things, it's a very community driven, trust driven industry. Um, last December I was at, this gives me chills now, but I was at the, um, marijuana business conference and it, there were 26,000 people there 
um, which was up from 17,000 the year before. So there's a ton of conferences. I think I had three or four planned this year just on cannabis and CBD alone. And um, now there's none. So everything's moved online. There was just a cannabis marketing summit from the Cannabis Marketing Association recently, as well as there's just, there's a lot, there's a lot of businesses that are starting to look at doing more of that, particularly now that it looks like all the events in the fall might not be happening. Um, <laughs> so I think the optimistic rescheduling is starting to, people are starting to realize that and there's more of them happening for sure. Well, and I wonder if you could tap in um, to see if you could sponsor or something mm -hmm. to try to drive. Yeah. Um, what do you, but do you have for, for, I'm talking about for the lab, the, uh, uh, there's gotta be a limit, right? To who you can like give one-on-one -on -one help to, or are you capping it at a certain number or what's the. Such good questions. Yeah. So the lab itself is um, open for the general and then there's six VIP spots for one-on-one -on -one help. So okay. there's um, everything's on the landing page. It's called motivate your market. M-O-T-A. Uh, <laughs> um, so it's motivateyourmarket.com and it is basically a, once again, a marketing lab to help people move their business forward and to just navigate all of this craziness. Um, that comes and, maybe, with and maybe even see if it's something they want to get into, right? Because I think some people might have like lofty goals, but not realize how much, how hard it's going to be. Absolutely. And there's different, you know, there's different elements about getting into the industry. And, you know, I think there's an element absolutely of a willingness for risk. Um, you know, some of the CBD businesses that set themselves up once again, with the, not the quality and some, and they don't have a strong story are starting to really have trouble. And so it's even more imperative that you have that strong story and that strong foundation um, in order to, in order to grow and set yourself up for success. Yeah. Story. I, I'm, I'm noticing a theme here. So I keep saying story it's, is everything. And, um, so Kendra shared this on her um, personal page and she's, there's a lot of activity going on over in Kendra's. Deb Komen is uh, showing all the love. She just put a link um, to your um, website. So we'll have to make sure we get it put in this one as well. Um, but yeah, thank you so much. Mary, Mary Fane Brant is over there. Carlos Ayala, um, all the love. Oh, all right. Is there yeah. Anything else you want to share that we didn't? Um, yeah, I think into? that I think that my biggest thing is really, like I said, follow. You know, find that find that community. So it's not just you know know the regulations, but find that community. There's a ton of different places online. Whether there's a CBD success group, I'm plugging the Women Empowered in Cannabis. Um, there's three different groups there because we, it got so big that people needed specialization. So there's supply chain, cannabis in general, and CBD. Um, and there's just, there's so many opportunities to build that connection and that network that it's, you know, that's how it's going to help you. Awesome. Well, and you referred me to Ms. Kindness and I am going to have her on the show next week. So if this is a topic that interests you, we will um, be educating you even more next Absolutely. week um yeah uh, it, it she's she's on the product side right mm -hmm. and she said yeah. she she has had to become a marketer by virtue of yes. that she is an entrepreneur um business owner with products um in the in the industry so um i look forward 
to learning from her as well. Thanks for that referral. Of course. Okay. Now, final question. Uh, any hot, like new gadgets, apps, things, anything that you're, that you're pumped on these days? Oh, that's a great question. Um, there's a couple. One is honestly with everything going on, it's been really hard to focus. So I've been using focus at will. Um, which has a little, it's, it's ridiculous. It's totally Pavlov, right? Like you can pick the type of music. It's all supposed to be designed for your brainwaves, blah, 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 blah. It has a bell that rings when you start, which I think is like, oh, time to work um, more than anything else. So I've been using that a lot just to help me get motivated and stay, stay focused while I'm working. Um, what else have I been doing? There's, I feel like there's a couple of things I just found recently. Um, Did you take uh, the Calm app? that I recommended? Did you check that out yet? No. Yes, Calm. I did. Yeah. I have been a fan of that as well. Thank you for that, by the way. Um, and then it's not an app, but honestly, I've been very excited about edibles at night to sleep. <laughs> hey, Stop the noise I, and go into sleep. That, and yeah, because I'm a total night owl that I've had to be up early for my for my clients yesterday and today. And this morning I had to be on camera. Um, by 8.30 and 8.30 a.m. in my world is early to be like, to have the cobwebs out and to be on it. Um, and so, yeah, I might have had a, a cookie in the last couple nights that my brother made for me, so. I would have, last night, I don't think I even thought about it. I was working on a couple things and like got excited about what I was working on and forgot to do anything. And all of a sudden it was 4.30 a.m. So yeah, I, the struggle is real, especially it with is. everything going on right now. And they're like, done I've that. Got, I've got CBD tinctures. I've got edibles. Um, yeah. She's not just a marketer. She's a, <laughs> she's a user. <laughs> Insomnia is real. 4.30 a.m. is hard because people are like, I got up at 6. I'm like, that's adorable. I know. I'm like, I, when people tell me they get up early, I'm, I'm like, I'm just hitting rum at that time. I know. So I'm like, I could high five you on the way. <laughs> I actually have clients who, who on the East Coast who will literally be starting their day and I'm still um, on my computer. So, but I'm trying to get better about that. But that's just how my brain works. I think you're the same way. I just, I'm just like smarter at night <laughs> for whatever yeah, reason. Yeah, absolutely. So. Absolutely. And like I said, I've got a couple of CBD products. I love um, the Tarot CBD as well as um, the Crooked Cactus CBD. I love her. She has some great gummies that I take daily. Okay. Um but yeah, but sometimes I need that stronger oof, <laughs> to just go to sleep. Okay. So if you are listening to this or watching this and you have not listened to making a marketer, I funny how people say, Oh, I watched your podcast. I'm like, Oh, that's so cute. And you watch <laughs> me, you watch me record my from my podcast live, but this is an actual podcast called making a marketer. And um, I believe you were like, She's in season two on, on the other episode and I will definitely, I'll drop that link um, okay. in, in your video and my video both. And um, if anybody wants to listen back to that and then of course tune in next week um, as well. And I'll have Ms. Kindness on. And I just thank you so much for coming back. You're, she's now, we've joked she's going to compete against herself in her 
highly so, downloaded episode. So we'll see <laughs> how this I mean, goes and how <laughs> the keyword searching on the internet um, and how that how that all works out for your uh, for searching the the shows. So thanks so much. Thank you for having me. Of course. All right, y'all. If you listened to the podcast or watch back on the replay on YouTube or Facebook, thank you so much. We appreciate you. So this has been episode 60, I can't believe it, of the Making a Marketer podcast. And we will catch you next time.